0: Now, Prime Minister was busy defending the latest overstayer, amnesty, on this programme yesterday. They will provide this one-off visa for overstayers who have been in the country for more than a decade. Trouble was, just last month, Andrew Little told Parliament that we have to think about the signal we're giving to people if they think this is a government that just routinely gives out amnesties. So he wanted a word on this. Labour's Immigration Spokesperson, Andrew Little, with us. Good morning. Good morning, Mike. Is there a discrepancy between what the Prime Minister was telling us yesterday about these amnesties and what you said in the House about sending a message that you look a bit soft?
1: No, well, I was saying in the House, an answer to a question about why don't we just have an open state of amnesty is pointing out the tensions that you have. We think there is a good case to give an amnesty for some, but we don't want to give a signal that, you know, if you come here, you get outside your visa and you wait around long enough and you might you might get an amnesty in the future. We still need people to comply with their visa conditions.
0: Doesn't three amnesties over the years indicate that you, if you do hang around long enough, you will get an amnesty?
1: I think when we look at a specific case, um, you know, arising out of the dawn raids and the, the Pacific community, a lot of them after the dawn raids back in the 70s were fearful about coming forward. They were fearful about the consequences of that, and many didn't. And even after the last couple of amnesties, many still didn't. Um, many of them have got um, uh, children now who are um, coming to the end of their school time and going into tertiary education, and who now cannot get that, get access to that tertiary education. So this is a way of saying, look. Um, if you've come here and you're outside your visa, but you've been working, you raised a family, you go to church, you do all the right things, then we will let you off on this occasion. But we want to give a signal um, <laughs> that these are rare and everybody else needs to comply with their visa conditions.
0: Are they really rare? Hipkins was trying to tell us yesterday this would be the last one. Do you see it that way?
1: Um, that's the policy is it's a, it's a one off. The, the pledge we've made in our manifesto is this is a one off clear everything. Since the Dawn Raids apology two years ago, there has been a change in sentiment, particularly in the Pacific community, where they're less fearful about coming forward. And we want to, to, to kind of mop up um, those who have uh, are irregular now, but who've lived good lives, done good things for New Zealand, let them uh, have, have that peace of mind.
0: How, is, how much of this is about the fact that you said, sorry, there are no more Dawn Raids and there were in fact more Dawn Raids?
1: Well, there was one more incident, and uh, that was the subject of the review. We've now said, and, and given that the number of deportations that arise out of out of our enforcement activities, not just in the dawn, it's in the evening as well, is down to literally about 100 out of 11,000 over a five-year period, uh, we've tightened up on that. We've said to immigration officials that um, if you're going to do this sort of activity out of hours, then you can go to a judge, explain the circumstances, make sure a judge provides a bit of independent oversight, but you will still have access to out-of-hours enforcement as a last resort and where it's needed.
0: Yeah, but but how much of it's about your mistake, the government's mistake in saying something, apologising for something that was still going on, as opposed to the overarching issue, which is people coming into the country and ending up illegals? Um,
1: well, it's mainly because... Uh, because there are still people who, even though the bit with the background of the dawn raids and until the apology was given, were still fearful about coming forward. There was one incident um, that were on one early this year um, for a Pacific uh, citizen who uh, was outside their visa conditions, and the enforcement action that was taken was early in the morning. That was it. That was being the subject of the review, we're satisfied with what's been established there and the response to that. But there were many others who working, paying their taxes, raising families, doing what everybody else does, um, but were still fearful about coming forward to get their situation sorted out. We want them to have that peace of mind.
0: You also said in the House it's highly unlikely there will be a decision or any action before the election. What changed?
1: Um, well, we made, a, we made a manifesto commitment. The question is whether we would have time to legislate for something um, before the House rose. The time I made that comment was July. We had a, a very full legislative programme for the rest of the Parliament. We were still working through our resource management our reform agenda. We still had a number of other pieces of legislation to get through. There just wasn't going to be time to get any immigration legislation through. We stopped the work at that point um, but we have made the commitment that if elected um, we will proceed with this
0: appreciate your time andrew little immigration or labour immigration spokesperson
1: for more from the mike asking breakfast listen live to news talks ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iheart radio